most people don't understand why they need your church. They're driving by every weekend and they have no idea that you can help them become the hero of their story. Maybe you're a church where you see a lot of visitors coming, but they don't stick around. They leave through the back door and they don't come back. That's why I'm passionate about helping churches to brand themselves because it's where we get to communicate very clearly who we are so people can understand us quickly. When they understand us quickly, that's when they decide to buy in. This is a three-step process. The first step is to have a brand strategy in place that's right for your church and out of that create a logo that represents your story. The second step is to create a website that serves as a digital platform to welcome new guests. The third thing you have to do is make sure your lobby experience is great. It's welcoming and it helps people understand your church quickly because they're going to make a decision whether or not they're going to come back within the first five minutes, which is way before they hear the sermon. These three areas are the foundation of a good church brand, which sets a church up for growth. Here's the problem. You're not a branding expert. You didn't get a degree in branding, but people do judge a book by its cover. And I want to be your guide. I want to help you get this right. You should be able to focus on the ministry that God has called you to. And I want to help you to get the rest of it in place. Go to churchbrandguide.com and schedule a free 30-minute call with me so I can learn about your church. From there, we can decide if I can help you build your church's brand. All right, hi everyone. Welcome to Church Brand Guide. My name is Michael Persad, and this is where I want to serve you as your virtual communications director. Uh, for all of you guys that are in the church world, I want to help you cut through the noise so you can reach more people. Ultimately, when you reach more people, there's more life change that can take place. And from that, we get to see more people choosing to contribute to our vision. So as we focus on creating a brand, that's the hope. We want to get people to that that'll choose that they want to contribute to the vision that we have it's not just about promoting you know one thing and then another thing and then another thing um it's about promoting a a brand a holistic brand approach and uh, in the marketplace that's where we see a lot of companies gain traction and i just want to bring that approach to you as you uh work with your church um ultimately we want to make jesus famous that's kind of the big idea behind what we're doing and uh, through the local church, we get to do that. So, hey, thanks for joining me again. Um, today, we're going to be diving into Easter. We're going to be talking about uh, Easter. How do we need to be thinking about Easter from a branding perspective? So, again, a brand is about a holistic approach. It's not a one-off thing, like how do we just do Easter and then go on to the next thing? It's more about how do we do this thing so that it really builds our brand as a whole. So I'm going to share with you several key ideas and concepts. Um, thanks uh, for jump, jumping on. If you need more resources, then feel free to check out churchbrandguide.com. Also check out our YouTube channel at Church Brand Guide, and uh, we'll be some more resources there as well. Um, yeah, so I, I, I like this concept of an on-ramp. Uh, so you'll hear me talk about this uh, in different ways, but I feel like for churches, the on-ramp analogy is a good one. So just imagine a highway and you're going 60 miles an hour with the vision that God has given you. And then what we need to do as a church is just make sure that we create some on-ramps so people in our community can come and be a part of our church. 
And there's not on-ramps, you know, every mile. There's on-ramps at strategic locations, at strategic intersections. So what I'd love to encourage you to do is even before the year begins, I know it's a new year already, but um, maybe even pause right now and just take a look at what are the on-ramps that we have at our church. And here's the rule for an on-ramp. An on-ramp is something, it's an event that happens at our church where we are intentional about um, inviting new people to come to our church. So we're intentional about inviting new people to come to our church. So every event, not, or I should say it this way, not every event is an on-ramp. Some events are very internal. They are uh, insider events. If you, if you go to the church, you would understand it, and this is for you. Uh, a good example of, of that might be your membership class. Like if you have a membership class, you're, you're not going to advertise that on Facebook necessarily because people aren't really going to go from Facebook to your membership class. Um, so an on-ramp is designed to where somebody that's a stranger would actually come to this, this thing that you're doing. So Easter is an on-ramp. It's an event where you can use it to get new people to come that typically would not come to your church. Easter is a time where people are looking to come to church. It's, they're just aware of it. And uh, we can take advantage of that as a church to invite them and then to have some next steps, some clear next steps. So look at Easter as an on-ramp. And, and just as a side note, I want to give you a couple other on-ramps. Um, it Usually in January, there's a great time to do a, a series that is an on-ramp type series. So something about a a new year's series as people are making resolutions to get their life in order. It creates a really nice time for people to come to church and check church out. So January is a great on-ramp. Easter is a great on-ramp. Your church anniversary is a great on-ramp. Uh, whatever that date is, you're celebrating your church and it's a good time to promote that. Um, also September. September is a great time for an on-ramp. Uh, so you might create an event or have a sermon series at that time that is just more outward focused. And then Christmas. Christmas is another great time for an on-ramp. So as a brand, just want to introduce this idea of creating on-ramps, of which Easter is one of them. So I know this is a uh, brand conversation, but what I'd love to encourage you to do is to think about this from a uh, spiritual perspective. Let's, let's invite God into this process, even though we're talking branding and marketing. Let's invite God into this process intentionally so that uh, our church is thinking about it from a spiritual perspective. So um, what I'd recommend you do is even have a, a prayer meeting just around Easter so that uh, maybe the first part of March, we're, we're gathering together as a church with the focus of, hey, let's pray for Easter. Let's pray that Easter brings in new people and that God does something amazing in, in their life. And then pray for guidance as a church. Like how do we, how do, we do Easter really well? And uh, what, what does it need to look like? But uh, the, as the time of this uh, recording, it is the first week of February. And for marketing, promotion, and uh, any other brand purposes, this is when you need to start putting everything together. You need to start putting together the playbook for Easter right now. You're about eight to 10 weeks out from Easter. That's about as long as you need to make sure that Easter promotions are, are great that you are able to announce things really well and plan things really well. So make it spiritual. Um, also in the invite process, as we encourage our church to be thinking about 
inviting people to come to Easter and, you know, with uh, everything being digital because of the pandemic, um, that's also something that you can encourage people to do. Hey, make sure you invite people to come to our digital experience if you don't already have a physical experience. Um, so invite the church to do that, but invite them to pray. Hey, pray about somebody in your life that God wants you to invite to church this Easter. Even put out the idea that Easter, there's just something about Easter. It's a special time that God has given us where people will come to church where they won't come any other time. So I just encourage people to pray about it and ask somebody. Um, and, and churches make the mistake of saying, hey, invite 10 people to Easter. Um, it's too much. It's too much. The, the normal person, 10 is just way beyond them. Uh, so they're just going to give up. They're not going to even, they're not even going to try. So what, what I would recommend you do as, as if you're a pastor, if you're a church leader, uh, just invite them to challenge themselves for one person this Easter. You know what? There's going to be people that are extroverts. They'll go above and beyond. And that's great. But for 80% of the people, uh, one person is a huge win. And ultimately, that's a huge win for the church. If everybody in your church invites one person, that's that's amazing. So shoot for one, make it spiritual, have them pray about that person, pray about that, write that name down, pray about it. Even create some space in service where you're, you're saying, hey, we're going to pray about Easter. And this is probably two, three weeks out from Easter and have them think about that name of somebody that they're going to invite to come to Easter. Um, and I would recommend having physical invites for the Easter service that just has the date, time, the, the, the look and the feel for your Easter uh, is, should be on there with, along with the uh, you know, church information, service times, that type of thing. Um, so have some physical invites. Also have some digital invites. Maybe create a, a design, a graphic design that people can, can grab uh, and post on their social media. A good way to do this is to create a landing page on your website where it's just about Easter has all the Easter information on there, including a graphic that people can grab and save to their mobile device or save to their computer and then repost that on their social media channels. So if you were to create a quick, simple video on your cell phone that just says, hey, for Easter, here's kind of what we're doing as a church. And you send that out to people in your church to say, Hey, grab a physical invite. So if you're meeting physically, grab a physical invite. Um, if you're not meeting physically, then direct them to go to the Easter landing page on your website and to grab or to save that graphic on their phone and on their computer so they can then share it on social media. So we want this grassroots effort to, um, to go forward. In fact, Easter, the best promotions for Easter are it's the personal invites. Um, yes, you can do a postcard mailer if you've got the budget to do that. That's a, it's a good idea. But uh, the greatest uh, invite is going to be the one that's a personal invite, that, that person that's in your church that has a coworker that just needs Jesus, like this is the time for them to do it. So I, I'd love to encourage your, uh, your people in your church to lean into that and, and challenge them to invite that one person. All right. So the, uh, the other part of this is that we need to ask, what is the win for Easter? So as we're planning Easter, again, we're eight to 10 weeks out before Easter. What is the win? Um, let's figure that out so that we create a great experience. And uh, we, we think with the end in mind. So uh, I will submit to you that a great win for Easter, this is not from a spiritual perspective. So uh, salvation, you know, that's the ultimate win. 
but not, not this is from a brand new perspective. The ultimate win for Easter, again, I want to submit this to you, is that people would come back after Easter. So we know there's going to be people there at your church that don't normally come to church. So what if, what if we challenge ourselves that the win is that people would come back after Easter? Um, I will, I'll, I'll say to you that I've worked at a uh, couple of different churches as communications director and as my, with my agency here at Church Brand Guide, I'll work with a lot of churches and um, getting people to come back is a huge win. It really shapes the experience that you provide. And when you have that end result in mind, you create an experience that gets you results. It gets people to come back. It's not just about how many people show up on Easter. That is part of it. That's the first half of it. The second half of it is how do you get people to come back? So what is the win? Um, so I have a PDF. And if you're a member of Church Brand Guide, you, you, I have an academy uh, where I just kind of provide resources over time. People ask me about stuff all the time as I make videos. So what I'll do is put resources on my website where you can just have access to it. So the member academy, it's only 37 bucks a month. So if you ever wanted to jump in there and grab some stuff um, that'll help you out as you think about your church through a branding perspective, then uh, I'd love to encourage you to do that through churchbrandguide.com. But when this is the resource, I, I just wanna share, share it with you just for free on this, you know, there's no charge on this one. Um, this is the resource. Uh, that, that I'm talking about that just guides you through how do you think about your Easter event from a branding perspective. So this document is an event marketing grid. I, I created this when I was on staff at a, a large church with a lot of resources and everybody had opinions and ideas about what needed to be done to market or promote things. So I created this guide to help us all get on the same page. So the first question is what is the win? Um, so if we're thinking with the end in mind and we're saying, hey, we wanna get people back to, to our church after Easter, well, then um, that's, that's going to be uh, our, our determining factor through a lot of our decisions. Um, then who's our target audience? That's question number two. Uh, so who's, who's Easter designed for? So this helps us to pick colors and fonts and design the experience so that um, we have an audience in mind as we're designing this, this experience. Now, it, it doesn't have to be a demographic. It doesn't have to be like a 22-year-old uh, male that's in college. It could just be somebody that needs hope. So hope could be the, the, the audience, the target audience for Easter. So I, I just want to submit that out to you as well. That gives you guidance so that you're really picking some, making some good decisions as you build your promotions, even as you choose your experience uh, that's going to happen on Easter. What is the call to action for the promotions? So what, what is it that you want people to do? So of course you're gonna have the service times and you want people to show up. But if you do have a landing page uh, that you've created on your website with Easter information, make sure that's clear. Make sure you put that uh, web domain very clearly on all the promotions so that people go to that landing page and then they can get all the stuff that they need to then make a decision to come to your Easter service. Just keep in mind, people don't, understand why they need a church. Uh, go with that mindset. As you put your promotions out there, as you begin to put together your plans, uh, plan for somebody that just doesn't understand why they need a church. So that means you're going to over-communicate things. Uh, you're going to uh, communicate the really, really simple things. So what if you created a landing page on the website that says, hey, it's really easy, easy to come to Easter. Step one, put it on your calendar. Step two, 
come to the Easter service at that time. And then step three, connect with us at church, at the welcome table, whatever table you have. But if you can even like lay that out, step one, step two, step three, that would help people just feel at ease. Uh, how, how do we help people feel like it's easy to visit? Because they, they don't know what a church is. Just assume that. They don't know what it's like to come to church. Um, when you do that, you're actually going to serve everybody. So the people that have been to church a hundred times, you're going to serve them. But also the people that have never been there, you're going to serve them. And again, that's going to be a win for everybody. So let's just think through some of that. Uh, how does your event support the mission of the church? So again, this is a branding question. How does Easter support our mission as a church? Or you, another way to say that is maybe our values as a church. Um, so help Easter not just be a standalone silo type of an event, but help it to boost the whole church. Um, help Easter to really promote the what your church is, is for holistically. Let it point back to that. So again, I'm just going to use the example of hope. If your church really leans into hope, and every time somebody comes to your church, they feel inspired with hope. The, the music that you sing, the sermons that you preach, the programs that you have, uh, maybe, maybe hope is something that uh, you try to get across as a church. Well, then make sure that Easter communicates hope. It doesn't have to be hope. It could be, it could be purpose. It could be community. Like it's a place where you belong. Uh, it could be significance. Like you can find significance at our church. Some churches do a great job at helping people get plugged in, uh, serving in the community, serving on global missions, uh, donating towards causes. Maybe that's that's kind of your thing as a church. Well, then make sure Easter is in line with that, with as part of your brand. Uh, some churches are really great at community, like getting people into groups, uh, smaller groups of some kind, and, and community is a really big deal. You just, just feel like your family when you come to this church. Um, churches are different. They're, they're just different. So they're good at certain things, and uh, some churches are not so good at other things, and that's okay. That's why there's multiple churches, but whatever you're good at, like lean into that. Some churches are really good at inspiration, like they, they inspire hope, so lean into that too with your Easter promotions. All right, so let's let's keep on going with Easter. Um, I, I have this marketing PDF again that's going to guide you through this. Also, determine what are the types of promotions that you're going to need for Easter, and then develop those uh, promotions ahead of time. Create that game plan ahead of time. So on the right, you'll see basically there's a checklist of all the different things that we need to produce so that Easter is great. And I'm calling Easter a tier one, top tier event for the church. So create that, that list of everything you're gonna need so that you can produce it well ahead of time. Uh, also, there's a great resource that uh, a friend of mine uh, has put together. So uh, Church Marketing University is a great resource that uh, you need to lean into as well. Uh, they've got an Easter uh, kit that is absolutely amazing and you need to get it. Um, I, I, I work with Church Marketing University and help uh, with some of their modules that are inside of it. But the, the ultimate Easter kit is free. So you can get this for free and it'll help you just go through everything about Easter. I mean, everything about Easter. They provide artwork, they provide a game plan, a spreadsheet uh, to keep track of everything. They'll help you just get this right. Uh, all you have to do is submit your, uh, your information right there and they're gonna send you an email with a link to where you can get access to it 
It'll be a game changer for you. It'll help you do Easter amazing. Uh, they have email templates for sending out emails to your, your congregation, uh, all sorts of different things in there. So you, you definitely want to check that out. In fact, here's a quick preview of what that looks like. All these are downloads over here. And then they have training videos on the right. Uh, it's just, I can't say enough about what these guys have done to put this together uh, from top to bottom with every single detail. So check out the church marketing uh, course. It's at churchmarketinguniversity.com slash Easter. And uh, you'll, you'll be glad you did. It, it'll give you some great ideas you never thought about before. Uh, also, as you're thinking with the end in mind, think about Mother's Day. Think about the next series after Easter so that you're able to invite people to that next step. Uh, so have that next series lined up, have this, the graphics, all the promotions ready to go for that next sermon series. Um, and I would say that that next sermon series should be something that is uh, very practical and helpful for people that may not have been to church for a long time or haven't been for a while. Uh, so very practical, strategic series that, that helps them to uh, gain some benefits pretty quickly after coming to the series um, so that you can use that as, as promotion. Um, and then Mother's Day. I mentioned Mother's Day. Mother's Day is kind of the next big day. On average, it's the third most attended service um, for the year for most, most churches. So make your Mother's Day great. Plan out what you're going to do for Mother's Day and then uh, talk about it on Easter. Just, just have one simple announcement that helps you to invite people to come back to Mother's Day. Because here's what we know. People typically don't go, come to church every single week. The, the devoted people do, but the, the fringe people don't. So give them something else to, to come back to. So hopefully the next series is engaging to where they come. But at the very least, tell them about Mother's Day because everybody wants to honor moms. So it's kind of an easy win. So plan your Mother's Day so you do honor moms and then invite people to come by letting them know how you're going to do that. So uh, some churches have done like uh, maybe every mom gets a rose or maybe there's a photo booth in the lobby where you could take a picture with your mom. Something along those lines is going to be great. Announce it. Make sure people know about it on Easter. Start with the end in mind. Um, all right. And then finally, have a good project management tool that you can plan everything out on so you don't miss all the details. So there's a great program called Trello um, that I use. Uh, I've, I've used it as part of a uh, staff at, at some different churches. So if I were to go to Trello, um, it's just this drag and drop. It's almost like if you're taking sticky notes and putting them up on the wall, and then you're able to move them around and put them into different, reposition them into different positions. That's what Trello is. Um, it's a very simple, it's free, and it just allows you to work really well so that you're able to move things around. So um, yeah, they're just cards, and then you can put information on the cards. So just imagine a, uh, maybe a sticky note on, on the front side, you might put the, the title, then on the back side, even you can use the back side to write down some details or some information. That's what Trello is. It, it just allows you to do that. And then you can move it uh, maybe to the right. As you get it done, you just kind of move it over, that type of a thing. So it's a great system. Um, it's one of many. It's just one idea. Uh, you can also use a spreadsheet. Google, uh, Google Spreadsheets is great where you can just um, lay that out there and put everything in date order, like, hey, February you know, 9th, we have to have this in place. February 14th, we have to have that in place. We need to order everything by February 20th, you know, whatever that starts to look like. By the way, that is a really um, uh, good timeline where you're ordering things in February to be posted or, or presented in, in early March uh, before Easter. 
All right, guys. So that's a quick overview of uh, kind of the Easter guidelines to just help you think about Easter from a branding perspective. Hopefully that helps you out. Um, the church marketing, uh, again, branding kit is going to be a huge resource for you. want to make sure you check that out. Artwork, everything's included. It's free. Just download it and run with it. Go through the modules. You'll, you'll be glad you did. Hey, guys, uh, thanks again for joining me uh, at, on Church Brand Guide. Again, this is where I want to help you to become your church's brand expert so you get to see more people showing up to your church more people, more life change taking place as a result of that, and more people choosing to contribute to be part of the vision that God has given you. And as you focus on building a brand holistically, you're able to do that. Um, and it, it'll just help move the needle for, for your church so that it's not just a, these one-off events, but you're really thinking about things holistically, including your Easter services this year. All right, guys, thanks for joining me. This is Michael, and I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Church Brand Guide podcast. I'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review. This just helps us to get out there to more people when you do it. Hey, also don't forget to go to churchbrandguide.com and schedule a free 30-minute call with me so I can learn more about your church. This way, we can see if I can help you build your church's brand.